Howdy, everybody. Happy Skews Day to you. Today is June 15th, 2021. I'm Trey Crowder, and that, you may have ascertained, is not Smart Mark. He's on vacation in Hawaii, perhaps giving a sea turtle the business. Who knows? Either way, he'll be back next week. That is our guest host tonight. You know him. You love him. It's senior Georgia correspondent and chief good buddy, Corey Ryan Forrester. Hey, Corey, what's up? Howdy, Trey. I sort of look like if Mark got stung by a bunch of jellyfish on the head while he was at the... <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm, that's a reappropriation of your classic, but I figured, you know, why not steal from the best? How are you, buddy? I'm doing good. Thanks for, uh, thanks for coming back. And, uh, this Have is you not... seen those pictures of Mark, by the way. Uh, yeah. For y'all that don't, I feel like y'all do know just cause you see him. And even from the, even from the shoulders up, you could tell, but Mark is jacked and he's jacked. on the beach and he takes his shirt off. And it's so funny cause he looks so sad still. <laughs> yeah. Like it's this shirtless Adonis. Mark yeah. is just ripped on the beach with his wife, just dead inside. Just no emotion <laughs> on his face. He's a beautiful Hawaiian land, oceanscape behind him. He's got abs and shit, and he's just looking at the camera like... Do you know why? It's because he's 48 years old and hasn't had a carb in three years. <laughs> Yeah, well, hey, listen, uh, Mark was on vacation either way, but this works out well with uh, you coming back, Corey, because we got a little announcement to make for everybody. Me and Corey and our buddy Drew Morgan are going back on tour. Finally, finally, we're doing live comedy shows again, y'all. And uh, we're starting off in Atlanta on July 10th. Uh, but we've got, we're adding dates every day. We're uh, a bunch of cities. We're trying to get out there as much as we can. You go to Well Red Comedy dot com producer matt's put it up there and check out the uh the tour dates and get your tickets and whatnot and if your city's on there and there are no tickets they will be soon it's a logistical nightmare trying to put all this together after 18 months off but we're working through it all and uh, we hope y'all come and see us yeah and if you're in a city that we've played before and it's not up there don't worry we're we're working on it we're we're getting around to it it's been you know logistics are, are a whole thing and today uh we heck we booked three or four shows that just aren't on that list because you got to get confirmation and stuff but i mean i'm so excited can't wait to go out and see everybody and uh well you know i'm just I'm excited to do the only thing I'm good at again, finally. <laughs> no, you're good at this too, baby, and we're about to prove it. But uh, yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> Come check us out live on the road. We would appreciate it. But let's do the show with us as always. This is producer Matt holding it all together. This is Weekly Skews tonight. Because our guest host is so skilled at talking shit about them, we have a very dumbass heavy episode for you. If we have time, we will uh, also talk shit about Joe Manchin being Mitch McConnell's bitch. And either way, at the halfway point, we will welcome our guest this evening, Seattle billionaire and income inequality activist. Yeah, you heard that right. Nick Hanauer will join us for a conversation. That's a liberal redneck type of thing. It is. It's an oxymoron. That's right. Uh, Yeah, but uh, he backs it up. He'll join us for a conversation on the uber wealthy in this country and the prospect of perhaps eating them all. All that and more on tonight's skews. But first, as always, the Daily Dumbass Matt graphic, please. Tonight's DD, one of my favorite clips yet. It's from last week, and it's Texas Republican Congressman Louis Gohmert, who had some interesting thoughts on how we might best battle climate change. Matt? I understand from what's been testified to the Forest Service and the BLM, you want very much to uh, work on the issue of climate change. I was uh, 
uh, informed by the immediate past director of NASA that they have found that the moon's orbit is changing slightly, and so is the Earth's orbit around the sun. Uh, we know there's been uh, significant solar flare activity. Um, and so is there anything that the National Forest Service or BLM can do to uh, change the course of the moon's orbit or the Earth's orbit around the sun? Obviously, that would have profound effects on our climate. I would have to follow up with you on that one, Mr. Gomert. Yeah. Well, if you figure out a way that you in the uh, Forest Service can make that change, I'd like to know. Uh, also, just to uh, put on your <laughs> I just I love this clip so much. I, I made a, a Internet video about it last week, but I just love the sort of professional uh, senatorial way in which he asked this absurdly stupid question. He's just like, Listen, is there a way we could uh, perhaps hook the moon up to a truck like a very large <laughs> truck, like a space truck? And I'm sure Joe Manchin's got out. a big winch. He's from West Virginia. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> tow it out a little ways and just kind of see what happens. Could we, uh, could we maybe do that? If you looked into that. I got uh, a couple. I got a couple things. Let's uh, do it, please. So first and foremost, one thing that really pisses me off, for a lot of you that don't know, uh, recently, very recently in my career, I have sort of entered the satirical video business. And I try to do my best to provide at least two or three tells in the video so that people can be like, yeah, this is uh this is clearly satire. Cause like I still trick people, but I'm not trying to, I want people to know it's a comedy bit. And some people will share these videos and be like, it's so close to the truth. I had to watch it three times to make sure. And I'm always like, really? Come on guys. Like I know that they're dumb. I know they do stupid things, but like, come on, you had to know this is comedy. Dude, if that word for word just came out of your mouth on a video, I'd be like, well done. Like, good job. <laughs> good job. Right. Really funny shit. I just yeah, don't. Yeah, it's that the Poe's Law thing. It's, it's Poe's like, Law, full effect. It becomes so much harder to tell what is or is not satire, and satire itself just becomes so much more difficult when the object of the satire is, you know, satirizing itself almost or parodying itself. It's almost impossible to tell what is or is not a joke because you can't make a joke that's more ridiculous than the shit they actually say. I do like that he's trying. Like he care. You know, I know. I agree. Like, I agree with that. Actually. I kind of don't want to shit on him like, too much. Right. No, I'm with you on that. Actually, like, like, this man's literally willing to lasso the moon. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, you know. Like, come on. Like, I, I just, just, it just reminds me so much of. I mean, one time, my granny, who, as you know. Uh, was very old, pretty much all the her whole life. She was real old, born in 1920. Um, <laughs> and didn't go to school, and uh, I loved her, but not the smartest woman on earth. And when I first started going bald, uh, my granny, <laughs> my granny, one time she goes, uh, she goes, "Hey, have you ever thought about rubbing salt on your head?" And I go, uh, "I go, huh?" And she goes, "Yeah, rub salt on your head." And I'm sitting there like, hey, she's you know, old wives tells her thing. I go, oh, what, what's that supposed to do? Like, and she goes, huh? Oh, and I don't know. I just can't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> can't hurt. Like, but we got a dude who's an elected official, pretty much just being like, Have you ever thought about just pulling the moon? Like, it's just, it's just beyond, man. It's unbelievable. I actually think that's really. Uh indicative what you just said because like they they have always because you know your granny listen 
God rest her soul, somehow yeah. behind her time. Uh, <laughs> but but I'd like, say she didn't. What she was not doing was watching like YouTube clips, and right. like do your own research and stuff. Right. She was just coming up with shit, yeah. saying what sticks, you know. But it's like, yeah, man, they have that same impulse. I feel like today, and we but, don't have to. But they can they can go on YouTube and find something that supports it. Do you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So now it's like, no, look, do your research, look at the facts or whatever. As opposed to back then you asked her, how's that supposed to work? And she just had to say, Oh, I don't know. I, just, Hell, I don't know. I don't know. I just thought maybe it would. I was just I, coming up with something. <laughs> yeah. I missed that. My, my granny also wasn't a uh, dipshit, hateful bitch. So right, like that helped sure. too, you know, but again, like the simple fact that he's looking for answers and admitting that it's a problem that needs being solved is a step in yeah. the right direction. I got to right. say, so no, you're I'm, right. I'm you're it. right. Uh, all right. Moving on. Our first honorable mention for daily dumbass is kind of in the same vein. It's uh anti-vaxxers for not just appreciating their new superpowers. What am I talking about? Well, we've got a clip from an Ohio uh, city council meeting where a, anti-vax expert witness stated her case for the court. Matt, play it, please. And some of the information that I think had been discussed on your podcast related to EMF frequencies. That was a thought. And, and it was you, because now, because right now that? we're all kind of um, hypothesizing. I mean, what is it that's actually being transmitted that's causing all of these things? Is it a combination of the protein, which now we're finding has a metal attached to it? I'm sure you've seen the pictures all over the Internet of people who've had these shots and now they're magnetized. They can put a key on their forehead. It sticks. They can put spoons and forks all over them, and they can stick. Because now we think that there's a metal piece to that. There's been people who've long suspected that there was some sort of an interface, yet to be defined, an interface between what's being injected in these shots and all of the 5G towers. Not proven yet, but we're trying to figure out what is it that's being transmitted to these unvaccinated people. Yeah, see, they're magnetized, Joe. <laughs> they're like, they now are tuned into the 5G network. They are one with the internet. You know what I mean? Like, just why wouldn't you want to get vaccinated if it could do all that to turn you into Magneto? Shit. Why I not? Was, yeah, I know. I was about to say, like, <laughs> me mentioning a lot of features, not bugs, in my opinion. Like, right. I don't, like, it's just so goddamn bizarre to me that this fucking substitute teacher lady. <laughs> Is like like sitting there just like, yeah, by the way, the government is trying to turn citizens into the fucking winter soldier anonymously <laughs> and with just chaos, complete chaos. We're not going to give them any orders. We're just going to like that. It, it's just, dude, like we can't even like there's if I go a mile, two miles from my house, I don't have cell service no more. And I live in what's considered a civilized area. My point is, like, we can't even figure out actual cell phones yet. Right. What the fuck do these people think that they're that they're really going to put something in our brain that they can just click on control? And again, if that is what's going to happen, at least it'll happen to all of us. You know what I mean? In which case, like, who gives a shit? I don't know, man. Like, right. I just no. don't understand how these people just just yeah. really. Did. By the way, twice in there, she goes, "It's not been proven. We're just." You get. You have to stop there. You have to shut the fuck up and sit back down. If they want everyone to get on the network through which they can control us, you would yeah. think the first thing they would do 
is make this network unbelievably efficient. Like yeah. you were saying, it's like everyone knows the 5G network, unreal. It works so good. That way it gets everybody onto it. That way they can control us. But like you said, you go out into a holler somewhere and shit don't even work anymore, but we're supposed to believe that they just sort of put aside the making it all kind of hit part of the research yeah. and moved on to the controlling everybody's brains through the frequencies that are injected in the chemicals that come with the COVID vaccine or whatever the fuck they are saying happens. Also, also here's the deal. I don't know if these like, like just step back for a second, think about what you're saying and then examine the world around you and understand that this shit has already happened. All right. You look at this and you go, the government wants to control us and they want us to all be, you know, unified and under their control. They've already done that. It's called the 40 hour work week with a goddamn minimum wage that hasn't gone up in years and Adderall prescriptions that are being written out of the back of a goddamn van. You already are. They control you. You know what right. I'm saying? Until people start making a minimum wage, until the market doesn't completely collapse in on of itself, until uh, scammers like, you know, these a, a new Bitcoin or something is coming and, and taking all these teenagers money. And I'm, I'm not I'm sure that's a fine thing. But I'm just saying, like, our, we are under capitalistic control. All of us. I'm doing well in it, by the way. And I'm but I'm still a part of their their fucking system. That is the government's control. If I, yeah, I, sorry if I'm having shots. my own Alex Jones moment, but they don't need they to don't do need any fucking thing else. That. No, right. they've got us, dude. Every yeah. single person that they want to be their little worker bee just fucking marches to that beat because they have to. It's called the five o'clock goddamn whistle. That's right. But, Cho, she's not alone, okay? There are rock gods who believe the same thing this woman believes. That's right. Releasing I'm her journey. About now, Eric Clapton, baby. Uh, we were just talking about Eric Clapton last week on the Well Read podcast, uh, talking shit about him. We'll come back to that in a little bit. But he's on an anti-vax kick lately, uh, and we got a couple clips to that effect. Matt, uh, I don't know which one's first. Just play it, and we'll talk about it. it was a, a little drawing of a, a guy interviewing two Quakers and saying, how come none of your community has got COVID? And they said, well, we don't watch TV. <laughs> it, it's so true, man. There's so much of the sickness is is in in our heads now, and I I also Amish, dude. It so like <laughs> did we first of all? Do they probably get first Amish people or Quakers or whatever the hell he's talking about get COVID and don't they just think they've coughed themselves to death in the mud because that's what happens when you're Amish. Do you know what I mean? Like they don't yeah. know the difference between COVID and fucking they probably still got tuberculosis. I don't know. I'm the one being ignorant now. I'm well, just saying you can't what, ask an Amish or quite whatever the hell he's talking about. It's Amish equivalent. It's Amish adjacent. Uh, you can't ask them what's going on with COVID in your community and then equate it to the fact that they don't watch TV and yeah. thus they're just fine. You know, of course I was about to say like in all of these instances, think about what you're saying, step back for a second, apply it to the world around you and realize that it's already happening. Amish people and Quakers don't get COVID because they've been quarantining since the dawn of time. They are, <laughs> they're, they are fucking, uh, quarantining in place like they only go around each other like that's probably the first human being that they've talked to some insane lady who just ran up to Amishville and I know that they have to send their representative to sell butter I understand that they got to make a living <laughs> I'm just saying like the Amish don't just like go 
you know, rub elbows with the common folk who have the goddamn COVID. Like that's very, but you're right. Like you can't, that's how not would how they that know is my right. thing. You know what I mean? Right. Like they would, yeah, whatever people. Nope, we all just got black lung. Right. Pneumonia, whatever they think it is. How would they even know it's COVID? Um, now, Matt, uh, we're going to move on. I want everybody to know, though, that Clapton later in that same interview says the thing that worries him the most about vaccines is how it's going to affect his children. And listen. Yeah. I just I don't know if you know anything about <laughs> open a window. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Also, for, listen, of course, Eric Clapton rocks. Of course, he rocks. But if y'all are unaware, we uh, like I said, just talked about it on the Well Read podcast. He's got a long-standing uh, resume as being a bit of a lunatic dipshit. He's gone on racist tirades on stage before that you can look up yourself where he just uh, says some pretty out there shit. It's not and veiled either, really. No, it's not at all. Kind of on just the like, nose. The Jamaicans need to get the fuck out of Britain because <laughs> it's a white man's country. Like, literally. Literally that, that type of thing. That, like, That's exact the type thing. of shit that Eric Clapton believed in the 70s. And now we're putting him on hearing out his uh, his thoughts on COVID and the vaccine. And I'm just not trying to hear it. But moving on, our next honorable mention um, for Daily Dumbass. Anybody who thinks God was just, you know, kind of bullshitting with all that other plague stuff. Put up the mm. screen grab. This is Corey's oh, favorite, Marjorie yeah. Taylor Greene. Um, who said that COVID must be a bioweapon. It must be. It had to come from a Chinese laboratory because God would never create a fatal illness that harms people. Uh, what God she been fucking with, Cho? Like, cause in my experience, that's like, that's God's thing, baby. Like nothing do is this more, shit. Nothing is more God's wheelhouse than a plague. You know, yeah. like, dude, God's been doing plagues since way back in the day. Yeah, um, like that. That's his wet bandits calling card for sure. <laughs> but like, no, when we when I think our first digital show, like very very early on, like a joke that I was working on, I can't remember the back part too, but it was basically like, I'm seeing a lot of people, you know, like, oh, God will get us through us. God will get us through this. God will get us through this. And they were like praying to God. And I just like imagined God up there just like, y'all, y'all know I did the pandemic, right? Like this right. is me. This is me. Like that, that is like, yeah, dude, there, there wasn't, dude, back in the biblical days, in God's opinion, there wasn't a situation couldn't be handled by a good old fashioned plague. 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 He loved saying. it. He had the plague, loved but he it. got a real hair plague trigger like he yeah, had the plague button on speed dial back in yeah. the day it's like people you fucking around you you know uh talking shit you're not uh yeah plague you're not addressing the fucking crops properly or whatever plague he would many plague people. in a way i don't appreciate yeah. plague yeah like, dude. just everything was plague from god back in the day but now this plague must be Chinese because God would never do that. That's what God do. do yeah. That's and also, what he do. And sometimes <laughs> when it is, that's, that is what he do. And so like, dude, there was even one time where he was like, I don't want to be derivated. So he just drowned everybody, you know, <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Yeah, dude, again, it's like, it's one of those, like, that's a very, I don't even like to say his name really, but like Trumpian two Corinthians thing, like just how full of shit these people are because that's just that's clearly just her saying a thing oh god would never but again as you said like 
Dude, even people that barely fuck with the Bible are like, mm, pretty sure that's the plague guy. You know what I mean? I mean isn't like, that that's like how, isn't girl. that the reason you're supposed to like fear do him? All the godly yeah. shit is because if we don't, he'll plague, plague us, us all to death. Yeah, yeah. Like if we don't do what God says we're supposed to do, he'll murder us all with a plague. Like yeah. that's straight from the Bible, right? <laughs> Yeah, dude, that's like, sometimes he like, it's like eight things in a row. It's like, all right, day one, crickets, you know what I mean? There's just yeah, rains, right. crickets, and then it's like, all right, we're going to kill just your firstborn, you know all what I mean? All your most important babies. We're all gonna, your, yeah, the yes. air, yeah, unless, <laughs> unless you slaughter a lamb and rub their neck blood on the top of a door, this guy, <laughs> I got to tell you, yeah. unhinged. Did that by yeah. their own doctrine and then turn around and be like, God would never. Never. It that must be the Chinese. Was... Now, Shinto, whoever their God is, sure, maybe. <laughs> All right, our next honorable mention, it's one of Cho's favorites. It's Ted Cruz for... Uh, hoping that his flag would talk back. I don't know. Let's see how he spent the morning of flag day, everybody. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands. One nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Okay, I know you've got some thoughts on this, Cho. Some of our uh, fans may have seen you go off on it already, but he t he tweeted this with the caption, this didn't used to be controversial. And then he did that. So, Cho, won't you tell us what you think about all this? Well, I can't really rile myself up to the extent that I was yesterday when I took my shirt off and screamed into a camera about exactly how much this type of shit pisses me off. But a couple immediate thoughts for this that I, I really always like to put out there, because something that always happens to me and you and anyone, anytime you just dare uh, speak the words, hey, I don't think uh, hypothetically, just throwing it out there, I don't think that you should shoot an unarmed black person. When you say something that like just crazy and controversial, there will be people that jump on and go look at this social justice warrior that's virtue signaling they go oh right. that's all the left is doing this is fucking virtue signaling that's what right. that is you're signaling your virtue by the way i don't find there to be anything wrong realistically with the pledge of allegiance or whatever like from a just if i saw a child doing it whatever it's the hey we must do this you must be forced to do this that's not what the goddamn that's not what soldiers died for and i i'm also just i can't speak the Go whole, uh, this didn't used to be controversial thing. And I know was. you touched on this too. It's like, dude, my sons go to fucking Walt Disney Elementary yeah. in fucking Los Angeles, California. All right. It's a very California y school. Yeah. They do at the Christmas, uh, the Christmas events, they sing like fucking Christmas songs for every culture. They got Kwanzaa covered. They do basically, I think they do fucking Saturnalia, yeah. right? That's how open-minded and progressive they are as a school. They do the goddamn Pledge right. of Allegiance. of course. Like, no it's one not at all controversial. controversial. No. We are still doing it, all right? Now, yeah. the thing is, his ass ain't doing it. You will never in a million years convince me that he's waking up every day no, and starting it does. with that bullshit. It's just, There's no way he is, but it's it, not controversial. It still happens. Like, Even in gay-ass California, yeah, it happens. It, it's just like that Roy Wood Jr. bit when he's like, oh, yeah, white people, y'all love the national anthem, right? Yeah, you got it on a playlist? You playing it when you're mowing? <laughs> when you're mowing they're like, no, you don't. Like Nobody fucking gives a shit about that song. And again, like it's not... The national anthem was never controversial 
It became controversial when people used that moment when they knew millions of people were watching to take a knee. And then everybody goes, they must hate the song. No, they hate getting shot. You know what I'm saying? That, by the way, is what's controversial. Nobody gives a fuck. Nobody on earth. But they can do that. They can sit there and go, you know what? I'm going to post this goddamn video that everybody gets mad about pledging allegiance to the flag. And then all my supporters, which, God damn it, he has them. It's amazing. can go, yeah, we like the flag. And then they will just excuse him for another couple months of not doing anything to help fucking Texas that desperately needs it. Because that's all they give a shit about. It's virtue signaling. They just give a shit if you do and say the right thing and are wearing the exact right colors. It's no different than just just it's it, America's a fucking sports team to them. But our yep. managers been our manager drove off a bridge. You yep. know what I mean? It's just absolutely. Bullshit. Uh, producer Matt points out that under God was added to the Pledge of Allegiance in the twenties fifty four. Okay. Uh, so yeah, they're obviously full of shit. I want to get through some of these next ones. Uh, a little quicker because we're having so much Sorry. fun with these dumbasses here. No, I think it's great. It's awesome. But I want to make sure we get some of them out there. The next honorable mention for Daily Dumbass, whoever paid $18,000 for literally nothing. Matt, put the screen grab up there. Cho, you're going to love this. An Italian artist auctioned off a, quote, invisible sculpture for $18,300. It is made of literally Nothing. It is a work that asks you to activate the power of your imagination, Salvatore Garro said of his sculpture. This is not the first time this guy's done this show. He has a history of making invisible sculpture, sculptures. It's kind of his forte. He put uh, Aphrodite Cries outside of the stock exchange, I believe it was, which is just a circle of white tape with nothing uh -huh. in it, but you're supposed to imagine the sculpture inside of that. He also had another sculpture. Like the Harry was, Potter mirror? What the fuck is that shit? See, all right. Well, here's, here's what he says. He says that uh, the artwork finds form in its own nothingness. The vacuum, Corey, is nothing more than a space full of energy, and even if we empty it and there is nothing left, according to the Heisenberg uncertainty principle, that nothing has a weight. Therefore, it has energy that is condensed and transformed into particles that is into us. So the art is okay. what you make it. This is one of those things where, like, we're artists, right? Hell, we're yeah. artists. I love art. But this is one of those things where it's like, I get anyone who fucking makes the jerk off motion whenever fucking yeah. high art comes up because what the fuck is this? Like we should put out an album that just the first track is just us being like, Hey, for the next 45 minutes, imagine, imagine we're this hitting. is the most insightful, incisive, searing social commentary comedy you've ever heard in your entire life. And somebody paid us $20,000 for that. that you know what I think? Hit. <laughs> if I find out that this is just his commentary, like, and this is what an NFT is, you know, like I, 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 can, I can buy into that. Cause like that to me, that sounds exactly like that explanation. Here's $18,000 for to have this like imaginary fucking thing. And also I'm wondering, I want you to get, what, what do you think the person's, cause this is a political show. Excuse. What do you think the politics are of the person that, uh, that bought that because I could go either way on it. 
I could too, but I, I don't know. My inclination is super left wing. Yeah, me too. Just because of how artistic it is. So when you buy it, you pay $18,000, you get a certificate of authentic authenticity and a set of rules for how you must display the sculpture. It has to be displayed. (laughs) I swear to God has to be displayed in a five by five empty space in your home uh, for people to best appreciate it. Again, we're talking about literally nothing. It's a fart. Nothing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. I, I was about to say, like, spending money on something stupid is like sort of a conservative move, but like this, I think this is on us. Yeah, right. No, I agree. Um, I don't know, so, man. I, that's it. I just suspended in piss was Jesus suspended in piss. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. So the other one was called. Uh, I mentioned the Aphrodite cries. He also had one called Buddha in contemplation, mm-hmm. which was another invisible sculpture demarcated by a square of tape on a cobblestoned walkway. So Hold on. run that back for me again. I that's a lot. It's entitled Buddha in uh-huh. contemplation. Got that. It's an invisible sculpture demarcated by a square of white tape on a cobblestoned walkway. How, okay. So why? you look at the square of tape. You yeah. imagine Buddha. the fitness sculpture you've ever seen in your life inside of that. It was, it's like uh, the fucking Tenacious D song, Tribute, yeah, except yeah, that, they yeah. made a fucking hard rock and rad ass song. Right, song about it, yeah. That was a tribute to, you know, the greatest song ever written. I got to, so my thing is like with art, it's like, you know, art obviously is subjective, but there are people who get to decide like, but this, because like so much, it's a cliche to be like, it looks like something my four-year-old did, but some people get to decide that's worth $35,000. Why does this guy get to sell invisible stuff? Like, I've, uh, dude, honestly, like, I, why yeah, can't I'm I do glad, that? I'm glad you brought that up because I actually, like, I got to respect the hustle. Me too. Like I, I'm not like, mad I'm at him so, at all. I'm, so, I'm not mad at him at all either. I'm so jealous me of too. artists like this because if you can get into that lane, like you were just saying, if you can get to be somebody who can just say that and people will buy it, literally buy it for tens of thousands of dollars, that's fucking incredible, dude. That's like, yeah, and I don't like, know. I don't know how. I mean, I assume. I don't know this dude's history, but I assume you have to hit real hard for a while. Wow, right, doing real in stuff. the physical realm, right? Uh, before you can just say this type of shit. But either way, it's a fucking, it's a good gig if you can get it, man. Dudes like Joel Osteen, like they're going to get their eighteen thousand dollars, but it will literally take them eighteen thousand dumbasses one dollar at a time to do it. But right. those, but but like the reason I have a problem with that is because like those people needed that one dollar and they don't have any hope, and that's why they give that guy. If you're taking $18,000 from a son of a bitch for an invisible art, fuck that person. Enjoy your Audi. You know what I mean? Imagine you went to a Hollywood party, Joe, and they displayed this for you. They were like, and right over here, we have this. Like, literally, you, I know what I do. What would you do in that moment if they I, explained it to you? They were like, how many beers have a, I had? <laughs> you're, uh, you're halfway lit. You know, you're like Dude. one and a half sheets to the wind. Uh, are we with, were we brought there by people that we know really good? Okay. Does the, is the person's house we're at, like, do we have a deal that's contingent on them liking me? No, but we're okay. there with somebody who we do want to hit for us and they're the ones that brought us there, but All right. not I directly would, related to this If person. I was halfway lit, depending on what time it was in the night, I would spread my ass cheeks and fart on the air where the uh, invisible statue was. And I'd be like, that is on your statue now. That is the stink Buddha. 
that's what I would do. <laughs> I'd get all French because I know they like yeah. fancy stuff. Well, dude, that's your own interpretation of the art. You know, I would sell that's that how fart. it's supposed to work, right? You're I like, would here's flip how the I fart. interpret it. Yeah, right. I'd flip the fart. I'd sell it back to him for twenty grand. I'd be like, I'm go. gonna take that fart with me. If y'all, you know, <laughs> you got to. It's on your statue. I'm taking the statue and the fart. Twenty grand right now, and this dumbass would do it. Yeah, producer Matt points out that uh, the one that sold for eighteen thousand dollars didn't even come with its own tape. You got to bring your own tape. Accessories not included. Hilarious. Um, so, all right, we're gonna keep going with the dumbasses here. We'll see if Nick shows up waiting on him. Still, that's fine. He's got a lot of shit going on. We're good. we got plenty more to talk. He might have bought that. He might have been attending. <laughs> <laughs> he could certainly afford it. All right. Um, so next up, honorable mention, daily dumbass, um, Jonah from the Bible for Mm -hmm. being so easy to fucking swallow. Matt put up the screen grab. If you guys missed it, this is pretty wild. A Cape Cod lobster diver was briefly eaten by a whale, not fully eaten. He got the whale grabbed him in its mouth. He chilled in his mouth for a minute, and then the whale spit him out, which who can be blamed for spitting out, you know, a fucking white trash New England uh, lobster man. You know what yeah, I mean? Gross. It just tastes like fucking Old Bay and cigarettes and shit. I don't blame the, I don't blame the whale. But, uh, yeah, a humpback whale tried to eat this guy and then spat him out. Here's what's super insane about this story that I, I found out from reading uh-huh. about it on the internet. This dude in mm-hmm. his youth was in a single engine plane crash in, I think the Caribbean, some, somewhere around the equator. He was in a single engine plane crash in the jungle. He was pinned by the wreckage for two days and nights in the jungle and got rescued on the verge of death from and survived a plane crash in the goddamn jungle only two years later be eaten and then spat mm-hmm. out by a fucking whale yeah i heard somewhere i was uh, like in a reddit rabbit hole and i think there's like i think i could i could have been high um i was on reddit uh that like one of his buddies is talking about how like he don't buy it because <laughs> because of that and like as he's always He's all he's a drama shit like he's that. a drama yeah. queen. Yeah. But like this dude, like, you know, we all know people who were like, like, oh, you know, I've I've got a headache, or like, oh, I had a rare yeah, they're they're constantly with their drama. It's always something going on. But to him, it's like this guy's equivalent of that is like going and telling people he got swallowed by a whale and spit back up. But like that is pretty fucking crazy. I keep there's dudes like that that just like like Harrison Ford and Jimmy Buffett for instance both of them some bitches have like wrecked their plane like seven or eight times a piece and they just keep keep bouncing back but like one of the wildest ones to me is Jim uh Caviezel. is that how you say his name is that how you Did say he come it? back 3 days later? <laughs> yeah pretty much so we're talking yeah. about the guy that played Jesus in the Passion of the Christ from Crazy Mel Gibson the actor He's crazy played- too the actor that he's crazy now, he might have been crazy then too, but no bullshit. The actor that played Jesus in that movie got struck by lightning multiple times while filming that movie. So, like, honestly, dude, if he's wild and super Jesus y now, I almost don't blame him. If you're playing yeah. fucking Jesus and God yeah. smites you multiple times in the process of doing it, you're going to make some inferences, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I know. But yeah, that literally happened. I bet neither him nor Mel Gibson stopped and thought, wonder if it's about all the Jew stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, no. I think that's no, it. No, they were like, are we not going in hard enough on the Jews? 
I think like we could go harder on the Jews. We're yeah. not really, not really pushing the Jew button hard Have enough. You, Maybe that's why he's upset. So, I know Jesus don't hit for you. <laughs> I mean, me either. That's fine. But like, I saw the movie because like it was required viewing for like us in my area. Did you yeah. see? It? Did you see it? Yeah, I saw it because I was listening for educational purposes. I, listen, I'm just going to tell no. You love look, Mel Gibson, j- straight up. I was a massive Mel Gibson yeah. fan yeah, yeah, as a direct sure. dude. Fucking he's, he's awesome. is that you listen. You say what dude, you want about I, him. I know. I'm not defending him as a dude. His body of work, separate the art from the artist type of thing. That motherfucker is a G. And at the time, he hadn't done all that G stuff. And I was just like, I'll watch anything Mel Gibson makes. So even though I don't fuck with Jesus, I watched The Passion of the Christ. It was hilariously Uh, metal. Metal as fuck. Should have definitely uh, made us know that there was some impending G stuff. Y'all, yeah, oh, dude. Oh, you know my what I mean? God, like, dog. go back and look at it now. It's like, oh, woo! my God. The Jew characters in that Unreal. movie. They yes, all look especially like. Especially with the benefit of hindsight. It is rough, dog. Boy, yeah. It's it's something else. But, uh, but no, I mean, I hear you, dude. I've had to do this with Hulk Hogan so many times. Like, 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 dude, no. <laughs> like, like, no, of course. Of course. Now. Fuck him, whatever. But like, you can't take away. You didn't the know 80s. that when he was the Hulk, fucking Hulk. Yeah, all these and, fucking and again, 10 like million Hulkamaniacs didn't know that he yeah. was saying the N word. Yeah, you know, the bra- Braveheart. Know. Braveheart doesn't magically <laughs> suck now. You know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. Uh, all right. So our next moving. I'm on. sure we're getting eaten alive in the comments, and that's all my fault. I'm sorry. No, no we hitting. It's fine. We're uh, <laughs> moving on into the daily dumbasses here. Next up. Uh, all of us liberals, for just taking it for granted, we'll always be able to find our way home. Uh, Matt, the my pillow guy is at it again. Oh goodness! Yes, and he's a friend of mine. About a month ago, I was on his radio show, and they put up. He sent it out the podcast part to all his. He emailed it out thirty thousand emails. Google took away his Gmails and his Google Maps. I want you to think about that. They took away his Google Maps. He did it. Took away his Google Maps, Joe, for daring to speak the truth. They took away this man's Google Maps. There is a 100% chance this is just a dipshit boomer who couldn't get the maps pulled up or whatever and was like, it must have been because that podcast I did with the MyPillow guy or whatever the fuck he's talking about. It's uh, yeah, it's unbelievable. Like 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 George Soros or whatever was like, all right, well let's see you get to Chipotle now, you fat fuck. Like that's not, <laughs> it doesn't make any goddamn sense. But like I've I've actually been thinking a lot about this my pillow guy, uh, like recently, but like not for reasons that you think. Like I'm kind of conflicted on him, and not in a do I like him, do I not like him? He fucking sucks. But like I don't know, man. There's there, there I have a lot of empathy. For because of where we're from, I have a lot of empathy for drug addicts, and this man is clearly, clearly addicted to crack cocaine. And we are watching a psychotic break. Like this man's going to have a heart attack soon. And yeah. granted, I can't decide if it's like us shitting on him or we egging him on, or if it's like, well, no, nah, I mean he hits for these people and they're the reason they're propping him up. But then I'm like. God damn, how sad is that? That a dude whose whole thing is he sells a pillow and he's clearly on crack cocaine and there's like legions of people that are like, that's our fucking dude. Like, it's just like, I don't know, man. I'm starting to get like genuinely upset and sad about that guy's whole fucking deal. 
it's like the it, that's the whole problem with like disinformation and why it's such right. a big deal. It's like that whole that story from a few weeks ago where the Q shaman, the fucking shirtless horn guy, the dude that looks like Drew. Yeah, that when his yeah. lawyer literally said, "Listen, this guy is." R word. R word. Yeah. Yeah. Literally called his own. Lost that one four years too soon. And didn't his we? whole defense was like, "Listen, you can't. You Come can't on. give. You can't give a guy like this access to shit like that. <laughs> right. like, you. You know. You can't bombard someone this dumb like, or just yeah. un, or unwell or yeah. whatever. You can't bombard people like that with disinformation like this." And not expect some shit like this to happen. That's one of the reasons why it's such a problem. And it's easy to make fun of them, but it is fucked up. If people it are is. like drug addicts or mentally ill or whatever, or even just really stupid, they can't yeah. help that they're really stupid. But fucking those people having such easy everyday access to shit like that, like the whole the QAnon rabbit hole and whatnot, of course, this is what it leads to, you know? And that's part of the reason why it's so fucked up. Yeah, and I, I have, like, I, I hear that, and I go, yeah, I agree. Like, I want to go, like, in, literally anybody that believes that is, like, has to be clinically insane. But then I got to step back, and I'm like, dog, that's millions of people. So, like, there's yeah, so like there's true. so like there's millions of people that we deem unfit to even stand trial, and therefore You're it's right. like, and therefore it's like, so they get off the hook. And it's like, all right, well, no, if they can't stand trial, then they got to fucking get locked up somewhere, because, dog, my uncle, you won't believe this. Rest in peace. Uh, you'll believe that part, but like, but like, yeah, he, yeah. I assumed that part. He he was deemed unfit to stand trial a couple times. Um, but they, <laughs> but a couple times they were, well, he held himself hostage, literally it's like a bold the, move, like the scene from fucking Blazing Saddles where he's like, he's just crazy enough to do it. You know, yeah. like he fucking did that shit. <laughs> but they locked him up like they put him in they put him in moccasin bin you know what i mean like they put him away like he didn't go to jail but he went he went somewhere so like i don't know man like it's very hard for me to wrap my head around the fact that like we joke and we say it in like cliche forms but like there's millions of fucking people that really really need to be in a room with a key locked in there with a, some padded walls and See, shit and just but honestly on the one hand I, i'm totally with you we're on the same page but on the other hand, the fact that there are so many of them makes me feel like we are giving them like too much sympathy or no, I, no, you I know, agree. There's they no know what they're way, fucking doing. There's right. no fucking way that that many people have right. a sort of, of like not. genuine mental incapacity no. justification for all this shit I agree. that they have done. They're just shitty. They're just that's, that's what I said. Like, they're just shitty, and that's they what don't I said, hit. Uh, and that's just what time. it is. Yeah, last time I was on CNN, uh, I made the point that I think is important is like for the worst thing that we've done is talking about how like everybody calling Donald Trump stupid and Marjorie Taylor Greene stupid and all the people that support them stupid. Like, of course, there's some dumb people, but like what really it is is a lot of them are just bad. You know what I mean? Like a lot of them are just bad. Right. And that fucking shaman dude, like clearly he's he don't hit, but like, you know, it takes some brain cells to like, Dude, his paint was on right. You know what I mean? Like that's a sweet hat. Like he got, he had to buy that. He had to get the money somewhere. Like yeah. they're just fucking dickheads. He don't look no different than those assholes you see on on Greek Row wearing togas and shit, slipping Xanax into girls' peach bellinis. They just fucking suck. But yeah. 
so a he can stand trial, but b like I don't, dude, I don't know what the I don't know what the answer is, man. Like I really don't. No, I don't either. That's that's what's part of that's part of what's so alarming about it is that it is so many like not mentally ill or addicted to drugs people right. that feel just shit. it's like what the fuck do we do there's that many just assholes like what do we do with that and i don't know but we started this by talking about the my pillow guy at this big rally well the big man himself made an appearance at this rally show a zoom appearance Hush. and it was uh pretty right down the fairway for him i feel yeah. like matt play the play the clip of the big appearance here Hard time with the contractors. I know contractors better than anyone. They're very brilliant. They may not read or write in some cases, but you know what? They're smarter than the rest. They're smarter. So I just want to thank everybody. Uh, I- Dude, right? Right? Has this motherfucker ever missed an opportunity to shit on working class people in his life? Has he ever passed up an opportunity to call working class people fucking dipshits? Dude. And they still, that's that's his fucking base, dog. They love got, him. And then the I fact know. that it froze up in the middle of that, too, it's just, I don't know. Well, it's just perfect. It's, it's a couple things. A couple things. Number one, I'm sorry for laughing like a hyena, but man, that shit got me. Uh, like, now that he's not the president, I'm like, all right, he's funny again. Uh, but he's right. not, he's, he's not, but like that, that, that just got me, I, it shouldn't have caught me by surprise. Cause yeah, that's what he do. But like, that's, that's part of their, their whole outlook on life is like, Oh, he's not talking about me. You know what I mean? Like I, I hit, if I just follow the Trump plan, I'll go from this and I'll work my way up and I'll, what was it? Somebody, who was it that said that, uh, socialism never took over in this country because, uh, the poor in this country don't see themselves as poor, but temporarily embarrassed billionaires, like yeah. that's that's his fucking people. But like, dude, also, here's the deal, though. Again, let, let's go back to like the Mel Gibson thing. Let's put all of Trump's things aside. The delivery on these contractors. Look, they can't read. They can't write sometimes. It was fucking flawless. Like, it was amazing. Like, that was fucking that was really good. That was really yeah, good. Shit. Absolutely. And I think it's just like a human nature thing. It's like that Chris Rock bit about rap music. And this is like yeah. a 15 year old bit at this point or whatever, where he's like, He's talking about women listening to rap music. Yeah. And he's just like, you know, it's like, he ain't talking about me. Yeah, come in her eyes. Come blind. Blind the bitch. Blind the bitch. Like, Michael he ain't talking Michael about me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it's, I, that's how it is, man. But that is how it is. And I mean, we all do that. To, like, you listen to like a fucking rap song where they talk shit about some beta motherfucker that they're going to whip their ass or whatever. Yeah. You listen to that and in your head, you're like, yeah, I whipped that beta motherfucker's ass. I'm, the, I'm DMX. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I'm DMX yeah. in this scenario. And that's what these people do with Trump and his fucking shit talking of just regular working class people. I mean, I guess because otherwise I don't understand it. Cause he literally talks shit about them to their face. Well, and has right. ever since he came on the scene, and, and they're just fucking fine with it. Matt, you can start throwing up questions and comments, the th- by the here's way. Here's the thing, though, too, about that, is that Trump also feels that way about people who make $150,000 a year. He yeah, feels the sure. exact same way. He doesn't know how much those fucking con- You don't know how I know he doesn't know how much those goddamn contractors make? Because he's never seen the invoice. He doesn't right. fucking pay them. 
I love that. I, I, God, I can't. I'm, I'm so do not miss that whole like literally every single thing was followed by no one knows blank better than me. No one's dealt with blank more than me. Like that shit was so goddamn unnerving. I know that we have problems with Joe Biden. I got problems with Joe Biden. I've got problems with the Democratic uh, establishment as it were. But like at fucking least we've got somebody who talks like a human being is supposed to talk. And it's so right. nice. And I, and this might be bad for me to look at that Trump quote because I've been like, okay, here's what I'm going to say. Here's what I would say to Joe Biden if I ever saw him, blah, blah, blah. And then I just saw that and I'm just like, Uncle Joe, can we go have some cotton candy? You know what I mean? Yeah. Mary Whalen says Trump can't read very well. Uh, probably accurate. I don't know. Yes. I assume that's, yeah, probably true. Um, but yeah, he just, you know, it's just what he do. That was so good, man. They don't <laughs> read. They don't write. I'm, I'm glad you appreciated that they so just, much. It is I do. Classic. It is fun. It is like it does make you appreciate in a bad way. Look, in a we very, very bad hate way. Hate him. Of just course. Oh my God. I hope he but dies. When he's like erased from the public eye for a little while, and then he yeah. comes back in and does some very standard Trump shit. Like yeah. that was very, very, very garden variety Trump shit. Absolutely. He did. But yeah. when you haven't seen Trump shit in a while, and then he comes back through with some fucking right down the fairway Trump yeah. shit, you just remember like, my God, this motherfucker is something else. It's like, like going to see Seinfeld. Like you're going to get the same act, but you're like, right. He's the best at it. You know what I mean? Like he's fucking really, he's like, ah, it's just like, you're really seeing something. These tickets were expensive. We're all dressed nice. Do you think he's going to die before, you know, like the next election or whatever? I, I mean, or during the middle of it. I mean, bro, I fucking hope so. Yeah, like, me too. I, and and Very publicly, so. like I hope on one of those things that that's going to happen. I mean, I don't know. Like it's, it's like the dude's very out of shape. He's not young for being the out of shape that he is. He also clearly has some sort of speed problem. And I don't know, like there's no way, but like, he's also got access to like all the best shit and like vitamins and like, I don't know, man, I can't decide. Like, I feel like at this point he's made it to where he's made it to being relatively okay health wise yeah, it'll fall apart. and there's got to be a reason for that because of how much of a fucking trash bag shit dumpster he, he lives worse than us i know dude he does which is insane insane because like uh, my god imagine being 75 and living that fucking way that's just the, that's eating the garbage every day never exercising how terrible you would feel let me read this real quick scotty lewis says i think he actually means to be praising anti-intellectualism as in one doesn't need to read or write mm -hmm. to be smart the way that trump thinks of himself that's a now, good take i think that's a good take scotty that's a good i take. think you make a good point but i think in that clip He's just shitting on contractors who do not hit for him. Yeah, <laughs> right? I think what I think Scotty, what you just did would be the perfect Sean Spicer line to go out. But like, yeah, I, but that is that is a good point. Somewhere in his brain, that's that's probably rolling around, and that's been that's really been dude that. And the intellectualism obviously didn't uh, start with Trump. Trump actually, in my opinion, is a symptom of the yeah. anti-intellectualism that, sure. that really realistically. Reagan, like if we want to go back to like a prime example of a, pre, you know, but Buddy, Bush really I feel like that's Reagan is pretty much when all of this shit started. Like for sure, for the sure, present day version of of them, yeah, them, the GOP that we yeah. have to fucking deal with and everything that we have to worry about all the time. 
I feel like that all well, really, really kicked off in earnest with for sure Ronald Reagan. Dottie well, Kelly says Trump does a lot of projection. He knows deep down that he is stupid. That's true because Trump, uh, Trump and his age group were like the Richard Spencer age when Reagan was a thing, and then they grew up into the Trump people. So, like, it's kind of that's actually a really good point that you just made. That's something to. Keep that in your mind for 25 years from now when the young Republicans who voted for Trump, what they're fucking doing, like what oh guy God, they get. Dude. Well, dude, I'm just saying. No, Trump, no. You're Trump right. is absolutely yeah. a result of a bunch of people who grew up as young Republicans, frat boys in the 80s. They grew up, got old, and they helped Trump get in. Imagine what that trickled. That's trickled down right there. Yeah, well, Aaron McCullough, welcome back, Aaron, says trickle-down racism. Oh, wow, um, I didn't say that. Also, did I, uh, I can't remember, did I say earlier when we were talking about the invisible art, did I give it up to um, to our fan, Alan Smith? He's the one who submitted so. I'm sorry, I was supposed to do that. The invisible art from earlier, Alan Smith sent that to us, and I appreciate Alan. Appreciate you, Alan. Great. Um, Producer Matt says that uh, we've gotten a lot of comments about the critical race theory panic. Um, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Smart Mark sent this to us as a group earlier when I was getting ready for the show tonight. We had so many dumbasses, I didn't think we'd get to it, and I was going to read up on it later. He's enjoying Hawaii, isn't he? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. He's spending his time doing this. In towns nationwide, well-connected conservative activists and Fox News have ramped up the tension in fights over race and equity in schools. So, yeah, obviously, I'm looking over this as I'm talking to y'all. I don't know. I don't know much about it. Do you know about this show? <laughs> I, I mean, probably I, it, not. No, I mean, I know in a general sense, like what's been going on with critical race theory being, you know, a lot of people say, hey, we need to teach this in school. And a lot of the schools in the South being like, I don't think so. Uh, which is insane because they're the same people that talk about cancel culture and there's no greater example of something being canceled than the history of slavery and systemic racism right. in this goddamn country. Uh, because I saw somebody point out the other day, I wish I remembered who it was, that like for the most part, cancel culture isn't, it's the opposite. It's actually reminding you of shit you didn't know from the past and it's uncanceling history it's actually showing you stuff that was canceled by the system and now we figured it out and we've learned that hey maybe some of these people and some of these systems were bullshit so that's the extent of what i know about it and i I don't know what to say other than like yeah man they barely wanted to talk about fucking slavery like when it was actually in our textbooks i know they don't want to do a goddamn deep dive fucking podcast style well, and every time something comes up with these people, hypocrisy is always just right there immediately. Yeah. And what I mean is Amazing. Like they the same people also, when we're talking about Confederate statues and taking them down and stuff, they'll be quick to try to make the point of like, well, that's just, that's like erasing history yeah, or whatever. You know what I mean? Like we can't do that because that's erasing history. But then when you want to say, well, we should teach how horrifically right. racist the history of this country is, they're like, I don't know. Maybe we should erase that history. Exactly. You know, because <laughs> because that's uh, that's upsetting and we don't want to talk about that. So we should just act like America's the hero because this is our own Marvel movie. We've scripted for ourselves. It's also stupid because gotta... like that's the clear compromise right there. It's like, OK, guys, you know what? You can keep your statues, but we have to provide context for the statues. And right. they're like, no, we don't want it. Then fuck your statues. Be right. a goddamn adult or we're taking your fucking toys away, you dipshit. 
Aaron McCullough said once again says, uh, "My state senator literally calls it the war between the states." I mean, yeah, that's uh, that's that was in my bed. It's called the we have the war between the states festival. <laughs> the war of northern aggression is another one. I mean, that's yeah. like it's definitely a thing. War between think, the states is fine, I think, because like that act, that is what as, I think that is, is what fine it is. As long as you then teach the accurate part of well i'm just saying like you know what it, i mean like yeah no no i'm just saying like war between the states it is was literally true it, it literally it was true it was a war the between states. the states the war yeah. of northern aggression is trying to act like the big bad north was just right. being a bunch of dick bags and it's like yeah they were being a little they were a little unnerved uh because of the whole states rights thing and as we've said it wasn't just all states rights it was your favorite one it was yeah, the, the slavery right one own slaves. slave yeah come on uh, John L. Childress says, example of critical race theory is that slaves were not happy to work for their masters. That is absolutely another thing for sure that they love to do. They'll find, they'll cherry pick these examples of some poor Stockholm syndrome slave from, you know, the 1800s who wrote a letter to their master after the fact, like, can I please come back or that type of shit as if that disproves the idea that slavery is bad. Actually, what's so funny to me about it is that that's like, that's ultimately what you're arguing is that slavery is bad. And I feel like generally speaking, society at large is kind of landed on uh, a stance for that. It is bad. Also again, Think about what you're saying. Step back for a second. Look at it and understand what it truly is. You go, yeah. Those letters, by the way, were written. They were yeah, absolutely right. written. But, you, but here's, a, but think about why it wasn't because they were like, oh, sure did love being a slave. It was just per- that's proof right there that when slavery ended, racism didn't. The reason that they wanted right. to go back to the goddamn farm is because they couldn't get hired anywhere, right. and at least there they did have shelter and they did have food. It's why it's why fucking Brooks. Uh, wanted to go back to jail in Shawshank. It's the only place that he knew how to behave because he had been systemically in a system. He'd been set up. It's the only system that he fucking knew and the outside wouldn't let him behave in a way that he was comfortable with. You dumb fucks. Yeah, dude. And also just like, that's 100% true. But also, even if it was just a real letter written by a real slave who was really treated very well by his master and so thus was like, you know... I think we really fucked up here. Get uh, getting rid of this slavery thing. Yeah, that wouldn't prove anything. Of course you know not. What I mean? like, anecdotal. It right. It's anecdotal. You can find any one cherry picked example of anything that goes against the argument and opposition to it, but it doesn't fucking prove shit. Also, I love another one too. That they're like, like the one is Thomas Jefferson. They're like Thomas Jefferson wasn't. Yeah, sure, he had slaves, but his wife was black. It's like, oh, he fucked one of his slaves? Yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? Like, of course, dude, of course, sometimes they were nice to him. They literally did everything. But that doesn't change the fact. Because my dad, like, me me and my fucking dad had this conversation. He goes, I said, I said, I said, dude, (laughs) he was somebody, he goes, he was like, Thomas Jefferson, you know, he, he, he had a child with one of his slaves. And I go, yeah, he raped, he raped a slave. And dad's like, no, no. And I go, dad, what do you mean? I said, dad, if, if it's his, property then right. it then by that it can't he, she can't yes. consent and he goes you can literally only rape a slave I, I, right. first and, of and all so, in order to rape slaves you have to own uh, slaves. that's what i said that's what i said dad's like and no i don't then, know about that and i go dad i go dad 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 dad, dad. <laughs> regardless it was his slave so you don't think that guy would rape right you know what i'm saying you think he draws the line at that i'm sorry i've said rape three times i'm sure 
uh, Martin Screlly's about to walk through the door or some shit like a Beetlejuice. I don't know, but I but like I don't like it, it doesn't make sense like that that whole. But they liked it. I don't give a shit. Like again, like we know what Stockholm syndrome is now. Also, what was? <laughs> I don't know, dude. There's just so many things you could say that seem just so obvious that these people like. What were fucking lynch mobs? You know, yeah. after the fact, like what? What? Like was that because? Uh, I don't know. People, the black people were willing to just put up with that. I guess, uh, even though slavery was so much better. Do you know what I mean? Like they were, they were like, they fought so hard for some other alternative, right. even though slavery was really the optimal living experience for them. Yeah, well, this, this just ends. They're way fucking... better than what they had in Africa, too. By right, the way. like all yeah, of that, uh, like well, that's just... where it all starts, right there. Is well, do you know how bad they had it over there? It's like, well, at least they had fucking autonomy to di- it for it to be bad. Jesus, like that's by the way, um, where I'm from, a rural area that barely has internet. If you came and stole me and took me to Cupertino, you know, and just. They're like, hey, look, this you're in a three-story house and there's people developing apps right beside you. I'd be like, that's true, but I didn't ask for this. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Well, also, if you had to fucking work 19 hours a day or whatever or under nothing. threat of fucking flogging or death, yeah, you'd be like, yeah, I think I'd rather just go back to rural Georgia. You know, yeah, I know Cupertino's sure. really I, nice. <laughs> at least, but, yeah, at least I know where all the good fishing spots are where I'm at. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I was getting on fine. We's all hanging out. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, we're out of time. Thank you, Corey, for coming back. And also oh, yeah. Matt, sorry to be a downer. No, no, no. We're hitting Matt put up the uh I guess he's got a graphic, Matt says, of our yeah, look at that. Well read comedy tour. Uh, go to wellreadcomedy.com, please. And there you see it down there in the bottom. And uh, thank you all for joining us. And Smart Mark will be back next week. And thank you, Corey. And yeah, all that. Hey, thank you, Trey. And thank you. Uh, thanks to the Skewniverse. Is that the what you call it? Skewniverse. That's right. Uh, yes, yeah. that's what we call it now. The Skewniverse. Oh, did I make that up? You did make that up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's funny because, like, we say Skews Day. Uh, yeah, a fan said that. We didn't think of that either. We've never right. thought of any of those. Like yeah, of other people say, yeah. And then we're like, oh, that's good. We should do that. Yeah. Anyway, thank you all very much, and uh, we'll see you next week. See you. Love you. Bye. See you. Love you. Bye.